and welcome to today's podcast. Hello, everybody. Hello. It's been a while. We're so excited <laughs> to have you back. <laughs> We're so um, excited to be back. We've been away working on exciting projects, busy, <laughs> secret busy. projects like all the other influencers. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Um, all right, weekly wrap. Yeah, well, I want to hear your weekly wrap first, to be honest. Why? Because you have things to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, so I got married this week. <laughs> oh. Congratulations. Oh, I do have something. Maybe this is what I wanted to say. I watched a fun movie last night. You mm-hmm. have to watch it. Do you want to guess what it was? Twilight. Yes. <laughs> How'd you know? Are you joking? Yeah. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I'm being serious. <laughs> how did I how did I know? It's because 99 times out of 10 <laughs> when you've said what movie have I watched last night, it was Twilight. Damn it, really? Yeah, how you love I Twilight. watched Twilight. Damn it. <laughs> a lot, I would say. You watched Twilight a lot. Okay, listen though. This was the extended version, which is free if you have Amazon Prime, everybody plug this is not an ad this is a this will change your life anyway it's an extended (laughs) version and you know what I realized yesterday um first of all two things I can't unsee that Brody guy from the Instagram videos who like is doing all of the scenes from (laughs) Twilight (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast Hannah's remaking all of the characters (laughs) on her face (laughs) so I can't unsee that but also I realized that like the movie is obviously, obviously from her point of view. So she's in every single scene, like every single scene Mm. has her, just as an actor. Wow, that's a lot of scenes. But also this extended version has like scenes definitely that brought it to like a rated R level. There's like a cute little love scene between like the Cullen's parents. And then there's a love scene between someone else I think it was like um the vampires are like making out or something Mm -hmm. and they clearly needed to bring it to a pg-13 level and also Bella wasn't in those scenes it was just like so weird it's Mm. it's a fun game though you should play it and be like that wasn't in the original it's fun to see like what was in the original what wasn't this is like so not a controversial statement but like something that you don't hear very often I think and that I'm probably not supposed to say but I feel like I need more twilight I feel like I need more twilight I'm 26 now (laughs) and I still feel like I need more twilight or and if anyone's listening if anyone is listening and knows of any (laughs) and knows of any um vampire books that are also like romantic and like you know just good I want to read them because I feel yeah. like with Harry Potter I don't need another I mean you're not a massive Harry Potter fan anyway but like I don't need another world outside of the Harry Potter world I feel like that created it so well but I feel like I need more books about these vampires mm-hmm. oh, I'm sad and uh, yeah um the well actually not an and but are you gonna read the Stephanie Mayer book from his point of view Edward's Colin's point of view 
didn't it come out this year maybe I don't have as much time to read those as I used to when they came out <laughs> but <laughs> it's also like that big yeah it's freaking fat so I don't know and also I don't I love Edward but he's a mental patient get in the car mm. you remember that scene he's like get mm. in the car tell me tell me something distract me <laughs> <laughs> that's true I mean I don't like think that their relationship is good or healthy <laughs> i just want to hear more about it in high school <laughs> that's true yeah. maybe uh maybe that's why i'm having love life problems now <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe who knows um, <laughs> so that's my weekly wrap um other things are i am having you fun tell me something work related Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. My memory is really suffering these days. <laughs> you said, let's know. go on the podcast and I'll tell you about yesterday. Oh, yeah. No, I'll tell you about yesterday off the podcast, but behind the scenes, <laughs> BTS. <laughs> funny, funny. Fun fact, I thought BTS for months and months and months meant better than sex. And then oh. when finally someone told me it's behind the scenes, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That makes this so much sense. <laughs> Here's a little better than sex clip of everyone. <laughs> Literally. Everyone of this morning. Which <laughs> is the TV show. Okay, you go. Oh, I feel like this is just classic lockdown in winter. Like, oh, what did you do this week? Well, I sat at my desk and I applied for a bunch of stuff and I mm. wrote a bunch of stuff and I barely moved my body I'm not looked after myself very well I've even passed like four days this week but I'm I'm in a mentally sound place compared That's to when good. we talked about being in a funk I'm not doing any of the things that I would recommend doing if you are in a funk but I'm nonetheless perky I did go to a book club last night though you um, did which was really That's fun awesome. yeah and the book was The Hate You Give oh okay that's um, which good. is about black lives matter yeah so uh, quite a heavy topic for like the first oh yeah we talked about book this. club meeting how'd it go yeah it was okay because it was a first book club meeting we ended up doing a lot of the like how are you oh okay. <laughs> i'm good um but when we did get around to talking about it it was interesting it was insightful it was like it was someone who's established this book club in quarantine it's not like an old book club mm, yeah oh, okay. this is the first one so the next book we're reading is um about a spy and the one after that is midnight library by matt haig which is uh have you heard of matt haig he's like a mental health advocate and an author and he's quite well known in the uk and he writes like really light-hearted but uplifting books so cute yeah that's good cute count okay let's move on <laughs> <laughs> done with that <laughs> um I love it. I'm glad you're perky. I'm perky. I'm not definitely not perky, but I'm staple. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. That's more important if anything. I'm um, I'm perky and unstable. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> I will say something that keeps me going is Hannah and I talk every day um at 8 a.m. my time, 4 p.m. her time. And I, we didn't do that like uh, two weeks ago and it completely threw me off my stability. Mm. I was like, mm -hmm. 
really sad. I realize that these like podcasts slash talks in the morning, like give me the, just the dose of serotonin I need to survive. Genuinely. <laughs> I mean, if that isn't a modern day love letter. <laughs> You're welcome. The doses of serotonin I need to survive this quarantine period. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into our topic, which is... Nice. I, I think this topic is so relevant to both of us. Our like, yeah. our, our like, our life story and also what we're doing right now. Um, so the question of the day is, do you really need to go to college, right? Or university. Or university. Yeah. <laughs> or university. And yeah, we'll just go into that and see where it takes us. But um, since I had to do my weekly wrap first, I want to hear your opinion first on this. Oh, okay. Um, I've been thinking about it a bit because I feel like we've done a video similar to this before, or we've talked about it before. And I feel like in literally in the last six months, my opinion, or year probably, my opinion has changed so much on this topic. Like I used to, basically when I came straight out of school at 18, I wanted to prove that I could like make my own way in the world and that I wouldn't need I didn't need to go to university but there was also nothing I was interested in so I was kind of like right I'm just gonna like see where I get I did like um a short vocational course in journalism but you did apply to school that first time around no I didn't even apply I was just like you said it just now made it seem like I'll see where I get in and then make a decision oh no I mean like I see where I'll get in life and then make okay. a decision about you. <laughs> different, very different. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think if I'd have applied and got in somewhere, I would have been more likely to go. And I knew I didn't want to. Yeah, so I did like a short course, and that helped me get all of the jobs that I needed. And so I'm at this point in life now where I'm like, right, I don't really like the industry that I ended up in, but if I did like the industry that I am in at the moment. I like journalism and writing and stuff I could have easily progressed so wait let's give people like why don't we give people like a timeline because I feel like you're making sense to me but you would not be making sense for someone who doesn't know you (laughs) so who doesn't know me that's listening how rude (laughs) get to know me go to my about page give me your timeline of like what you did and when and yeah for how long etc at 18 I was like, bye, I'm going to Paris. At 19, you didn't apply for school. No, yeah. You were like, F this. I met Edwina, changed my life. That's not what happened. The first six months were deep and dark and depressing. And (laughs) at least for me. I feel like the first six months of leaving home for most people, from what I understand, are deep, dark, and depressing, even if you're going to uni, even if you're going abroad, like those Fair. six months of just like changing your life so dramatically. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. And you know, so nobody. I, in a way, I think it was, I'm like quite happy that I Got spent those it. six months being miserable and being paid for it rather than being miserable and being paid and true. paying for it. True, true. Yeah. So to 20, so. I did a vocational journalism course. Right. The next um, year. Yeah. And finished that and was like, oh, I'm not sure I'm interested in this anymore. So I you went. were really like, it was a huge deal that you had gotten into that course because now you need a uni degree yeah. to be in that course. Yeah. But you had just so, gotten in, which was a huge accomplishment. And you like really were convinced this was what you wanted to do. Like, I, I remember wasn't so convinced this you. is what I wanted to do, but I was convinced this was the only thing that I could do at the time, if you know what I mean. 
okay. I was kind of like, yeah, I really wanted to do it. And it was a big deal when I got in. And, yeah. all and you took things. it very seriously, like, I'll say. I'm, I'm filling in all the details that you're you're just skimming over. <laughs> it's kind of hard talking about yourself like, in this it's way. It's so though. funny. I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm I in an tell. interview. Um, trying to <laughs> gloat you up. But I remember you learning shorthand and you were like yeah. so obsessed with it. And it was like the craziest mm. thing for me to watch because we were so good at it. And you had like a whole I've forgotten life. it all now though. It's really? Yeah. So sad. It's like a language. It's so yeah. cool though. But it's, it's, um, yeah, you were, I was convinced at least from what you were telling me that you were like on track to become this like big time, full-time journalist. Yeah. So towards the end of that, I was kind of like, right, this is not what I want to do. I don't, I like went and worked in newspapers a little bit for like a couple of weeks or like a month or something, like really short period of time, like work experience and was like, I don't like this. I want to live abroad. So move to Berlin. What did you not like about it? Did you, did you not like the job? The place? Yeah. Yeah. The job? Both. The people? Yeah. Everything. actually the people were literally really nice, everything <laughs> pretty much yeah it's just like I don't know I was just restless I wanted to travel I wanted yeah. to see more of the world I was like ready to like you know go and explore and like live on my own and well I didn't live on my own but like live independently and not worry about bills and not worry about all that kind of stuff yeah. like having to make money not worrying about that pressure and I think au pairing is still one of the best ways in the world to decide by time yeah by time but also like enjoy yourself without having to like worry about financing it in a way yeah I think that you just explained the very first like tip that I think is important with this topic of so many people okay disclaimer here masters and undergrad are so so different and we'll get into this as we go talk, as we talk, but I'm at this stage now where a lot of people have undergrads and they still don't know what they're doing. Mm. Nah. And so they're thinking about going into a master's just to go into school. And so like to your story, I think that what people don't think about when they're 18 and going into college is like, how much money you're spending to go into a mm. career that you might end up hating. And luckily I, I, it's good that you went to vocational school and didn't spend too much money to then realize. Mm. I definitely worried about that though, more than I, like if I went back in time, I would be like, worry a little bit less about this. Cause I was so much like, this is so expensive. What if I don't yeah. like it? And it didn't mean I didn't do it, but it did also mean that it's taken me this long to be like, actually I can afford this you know like I'd put up that barrier so high that it's taken me a while to think like I don't want to spend that money but actually the refine the like the way it's financed in the UK isn't awful yeah in the UK for sure because you it gets taken out of your salary automatically and it's only if you make a certain amount of money right Mm -hmm. yeah Um, how is it taken out in the US it's not taken out you have to pay it out you just have to keep paying it back it's the only, everyone, it is the only debt that is not taken away during bankruptcy. You will always have to pay student loans back, which is why people invest in for-profit universities and things like that. Wow, it's I so didn't know bad. that. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, no, to, to go back though, um, but that's a good point of like, and that's why I was saying master's and undergrad is kind of different because I think undergrad 
definitely going for free can change your life and take the pressure off. But I think undergrad too, when I, I was thinking I didn't really need it and I wasn't sure about going in the end, Mm. I'm really glad that I did it. And I did the whole traditional Mm -hmm. thing and I took a break Mm -hmm. obviously, but I'm glad that I was able to go back and really do it the way I, I should do it because God, like the rest of life is you're working and like it's fun it's for sure mm-hmm. fun <laughs> I like love life Work. and everything all oh, right yeah. yeah like it's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it oh, God. <laughs> I'm so depressed no <laughs> I'm fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I think about like my college years god it was so fun like it was so mm-hmm. fun I was in an acapella group I did theater I did like tour guiding I was like working at a restaurant I knew so mm-hmm. many people you know like that shit is never the same in when you leave school how old were you when you first went again so my timeline is I went to college in New York for a semester absolutely it didn't hate it but I was like something is missing here and I'm paying way too much money to be here for me to feel like this um so then I left and then went to a community college and lived at home that was free and then I left left and went to Paris and then I went back home back to the community college and then I went back to Paris to go to business school in Paris for a semester and then I transferred into UNC and then mm. I stayed at UNC and did semesters abroad um, in France again for three more years. Mm. So you basically did your first year not at UNC and then the rest of your time at UNC. Or did you start from scratch at UNC? I did my first two years of university at other schools. And then right. all of those credits transferred to UNC. Oh, cool. Because in the US is usually how long for an undergrad? Four years, but it took me six. But (laughs) (laughs) um, six with the gap year. And then also at the end of my graduation, I actually, this is another point. I actually had, because I left for Paris and I was out of school. When I went back to school, I realized what, how special it was to be at school. So that's why I took Mm -hmm. up all of those opportunities. And they also offered me, because I was a transfer student, um, and I had a full ride. They give transfer students an extra year, and I was ready to graduate. I had all my credits, but I remember learning that I had this extra year to, to oh, yeah. do other things. So then I was yeah. like, "Should I just stay? Like, I don't want to work yet." And I'm I was kind of insecure about the decision to stay because I was like, "Damn, I should just like go and get life started," you know. But I'm like the epitome of like, take your time, whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that I stayed because Chapel Hill is a mm-hmm. great place to live. Like living in a in a college town is so fun. And I got to take other classes that year that honestly were way more important. I got to take certain business classes and design classes that yeah. I am now using today more than any other skill than that I learned previously. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny, like you say, you felt um, insecure about your decision, but like when you look back in hindsight, oh, just bump my microphone, microphone. <laughs> when you look back in hindsight, 
I mean, that's what they always say. It's like massive cliche that everything makes yeah, sense in hindsight. I like feel the exact same way. Like in hindsight, so many things, decisions where I was feeling like really insecure and like not knowing whether I'd made the right one. I'm like glad that I just did something rather than spending ages being like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Mm. Like if anything, I would, <laughs> I should have acted not irrationally or anything but like once I'd made a decision acted on it rather than being like I'm still unsure like is this right like and spending so much time deliberating mm-hmm. but yeah I like that um and what you were saying as well about like knowing that being in school is like a special thing because yeah. I would say like my dad always used to say like enjoy school it's the best time of your life and I used to think like oh my god is it like oh <laughs> I don't want this to be the best time of my life in like you know secondary school so under the age of 18 whereas I actually am now kind of thinking I'm back to like doing studies I'm actually enjoying it and part of me is glad that I've had that break I mean, probably a longer break than I needed, but I have had an enjoyably long break from studying anything. And um, I feel like interested again, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's taken me a long time to be interested. So I guess that would be a piece of advice I would always give. It's like, try and really figure out what you're actually interested in rather than just going with, because like my A-levels, I did what I thought I should do. Like I did biology. Hate biology and like you things did like biology. That. Only like the first year, and then I dropped Gross. it. But like I did like you know history, biology, chemistry, which I dropped after like two weeks, and French. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I wish now I'd gone back and actually been like, right, what am I actually interested in? Yeah, you know? but you don't know. That's the problem. Is you don't mm. know. But that's um, true. Also, I guess that's like, what comes with age. Exactly. You. And now that you've had like all this life and job experience, I feel like you are way more acutely aware of what you're interested in. So Mm. just to give people the background, you are thinking about going back to university or to university? I I have yet to pay, but I've finished my application for university literally today and got my reference and I'm going to apply. I think I'm going to send it off tomorrow morning because I want to check over one last time yeah to and I was talking schools? to Nelly a bit about this who writes the O'Pera Paris blog and uh, I was like I feel really old <laughs> so I'm doing an undergrad <laughs> at 26 I remember talking to one of my friends who'd taken quite a big gap and she'd gone to uni at like 24 and I was like oh do you feel old and she was like yeah she was like I feel like the grandma of all my friendship groups I have like so much life experience (laughs) compared to everyone else and um so I'm like I am actually quite like nervous about that but what you just said about um you know going for different realize reasons and realizing that like it's special experience and like trying to get the most out of every single second any other point in my life so far I would not have done that whereas I think I will do that now Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe I'll just go to me and not make any friends. Well, I think they're also grad students you can make friends with. Yeah. So go look for oh, them. Oh, I could just make friends with 18-year-olds. Don't be so rude. Sorry. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're blooming still in school as well, so. I want, I'm still Eight school. different schools. <laughs> I am in eight different schools. But, um, so I do a master's over the summers. That's also full scholarship. And then I also... I'm doing this vacational course for UX design at night. But 
to be fair, I always look at master's degrees and I'm like, oh, should I go? Like, screw it. And I think Mm -hmm. my answer to it is if it's rooted in fear, don't do it. (laughs) Mm, What do you mean? That's the opposite of feel the fear and do it anyway. (laughs) Because mine is rooted in fear of, I don't know what life is going to give me, if I'm going to get a job. And I don't want right, to be in this period where I don't know what I'm doing next year. So I'll just go to school because it's way easier. And that at least has a map and a plan. Mm, yeah. So uh, unless yeah. it's free, I mean, then do it. If you're getting a full mm-hmm. ride, who cares? You can never get enough education. Just do it. But if you have to yeah. pay and it's rooted in fear, I think that's a double whammy. And that's like a no go for me. Yeah. Um, like after having applied for jobs for like so long after like traveling and everything and then realizing like right I need to get a job now going into like the real world oh that fear is so real like all these jobs I was applying for and I wasn't getting anything back and I was just like I hate this process that not that that has pushed me into doing this but I do I do think that fear like how can you even overcome that fear when the alternative is like struggling to get a job (laughs) I know like how can you overcome the fear how can you overcome the desire of going into a master's just because when getting a job is so hard is that what you're saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I like I'm finding struggled yet to getting a job so Mm -hmm. I have to think I think I have to like throw myself into that struggle first to see what happens and then if I really hate it I can become an au pair I can like work at a coffee shop or something you know there are options I keep forgetting there are so many options yeah yeah you yeah that is true good luck thanks (laughs) (laughs) I guess we haven't actually answered our question though which is do you need to go yeah well I think we answered parts of the question like yeah go if you go because it's going to be the best time of your life and really appreciate it don't go if it's just rooted in fear and you're just nervous about the job market Mm -hmm. um if you just want to leave home and like have your own life I would say I'm au pairing yes the answer to that like I know (laughs) we say that a lot but I feel like like you said taking your time and like really enjoying like biding your time to figure out exactly what you want in life yeah I, and there, I, I think I'll close on this too like a huge point that I want to make kind of wish I said this in the beginning when more people would be listening but it's fine <laughs> but I think you you also it's a privilege for us to be like well you don't need to go to university like I work now yeah. with high achieving low-income students from all across the states and for them and for me to be honest like going to university as the first one in my family to go is like mm. life changing, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't have the same social capital um, to be able to like climb the ladder without school. So yeah, take your time. But I do think going to school is really important, mm-hmm. especially if you come from a certain background or mm-hmm. need a certain education or don't have that. So that's like a huge thing to take into consideration as well. It's like, yeah, you're paying a lot, but it really is. It's not like you're learning nothing. Education is great, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's sadly something that I have like noticed with like applying for jobs that it really is something that's looked out for it in a way that when I first started applying for jobs at like the very like bottom of the 
ladder when I first like got into writing and stuff no one cared and so mm-hmm. I was like oh I can go places and I feel like I've kind of hit a bit of a glass ceiling in or mm-hmm. not glass ceiling but like a bit of a wall in that all the jobs I want to apply for now with experience are like you need a degree as well so that's yeah, yeah. it sucks I'm glad true you're not 30 or 40 I feel like at that point you would have been like yeah it's too late I don't think so 30 or 40 no way no, that's, you're the right, thing. You're that's right. what's so my like, mom I would actually... totally just slap me right now <laughs> your mom yeah you're not old I'm not old <laughs> I feel my mom like was like you... 60 by the way <laughs> <laughs> she's 30 and Nina's just really baby-faced <laughs> really mature <laughs> no that's the wrong way around <laughs> um you are such a inspiration in that you know in that you're always <laughs> learning and trying to learn something and like on a new course and doing new things that I have actually if felt no one your... can see me my love language is love words of affirmation and so I'm just <laughs> glowing right now <laughs> she's hovering above the... um, oh my god none of my little sentences were making sense today um yeah so I often have been like like you've always talked about your meaning in life has come through like your passion projects and stuff and I've like reflected on that a lot and been like what are my passions and I feel like that's helped lead me into learning and like trying to learn more but I took a while to get here but I'm here now here you are (laughs) (laughs) but you're always learning something (laughs) she's beauty and she's grace I'm in the process of trying to you know reach my highest self oh yeah I've been (laughs) meditating a lot so have you actually yeah my therapist says I should I think too much no I'm totally kidding (laughs) (laughs) how did it go how's it going I'm seeing a therapist now for the first time in my life I know anytime I make therapist jokes everyone at Hannah's like oh is that what she said (laughs) (laughs) only because I'm interested in that because I'm like oh Edwina you need a therapist (laughs) (laughs) you do but we all do (laughs) um we will talk about my therapist off podcast off. so i'm gonna end this <laughs> bts <laughs> bts uh we'll post the extended version after hours good night everybody <laughs> bye ciao, ciao. <laughs>